Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's it's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times, and stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in, but you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it Miro? Easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Comedy Dynamics Daily. This was the year when not only did we get to see ourselves, but we got to see this fucking country. Ooh, nigga. This is the first time I ever really paid this close attention to the president. But I liked it. I don't know why. Don't tell nobody I said this, but it was crazy. I ain't never seen a president this motherfucking cold in my life. I was like, this is the real, this nigga running the country like a real nigga. Um, he running the country exactly like how everybody thought Obama was going to do it. Everybody thought Obama was going to be a real nigga. It was a white man with a fucked up wig. And he showed up and ran the country like a real nigga. I ain't never, he running the country like Soldier Boy. I didn't know what to do with this shit. Like, but you see it close on. You like, damn, like. Donald Trump come to the fucking press conference wearing fucking basketball shorts. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he come in scratching his head and shit with a fucking wave cap on. He's like, Mr. President, what do you think about the virus? He's like, oh shit, y'all niggas still on that? Damn. Move on. Tired of this shit. They like, sir, put your shirt back on. They like, oh, so many rules. The fuck? Never seen anybody run a country like this in my life. <laughs> They were like, sir, uh, tell us, what do you think? What is the plan? What are you going to do with the virus? He's like, look, nigga, fuck. Only 2,000 people is dead. It ain't that many. Come on. <laughs> Damn, why y'all on my dick? They're like, sir, put your pants back on. It's like, it's hot in here. Don't give me so many rules. <laughs> they ain't ready. I'm trying out here. You like, this is crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I ain't never seen, like, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, so I know pimps and Donald Trump. Yes, come on now. So I feel like this nigga talked to us like a pimp, don't he? He come out like, look, baby, it is what it is, but it ain't what it ain't. I'm gonna make it do what it do. You like, what? This is a country. This nigga's crazy. Help us. <laughs> he talked to us like that. He talked slick to us. Every time we be like, sir, there's a virus. Shit's not looking good. He like, look, baby, let me explain something to you. All right, love. See, it ain't everybody. If you just slow your ass down and look at my eyes, then it's gonna be all right. You know, I, I, I do what I can. I do what I can. It's on y'all. Like, I ain't never, like, <laughs> I was like, I've seen this before. Like, this doesn't add up. <laughs> I ain't never seen nobody be this aggressive on us like this. Like, Donald Trump, the only president I've seen to blame us for the problems we have. Like, he'd be like, they soft, they weak. A couple years back, I got arrested. Yes. Watching Donald Trump being drunk like that, I was like, that's how I looked. So I got arrested and it landed my ass in anger management. Like, anger management, okay? And when I say it's weird, first of all, when you land in anger management, you don't think nothing wrong with you, right? 
When when people when people say, you know what I'm saying, like when you fucked up, you don't know you fucked up. Nobody, nobody, when you crazy, crazy people don't think they're crazy. You just be like, look, they don't understand me. <laughs> but I had to take an intake test for anger management, and that's when I realized I was fucked up. They asked you a couple questions before you enter the class, and the questions were, okay, out of every relationship you've been in, how many physical altercations have you been a part of? And I was like, that's a trick question. It's got to be. Because these <laughs> niggas ain't shit. First of all, they can't be, like, <laughs> I was like, they lying. Like, so I answered, and I was like, okay, all of them. But I was like, that's all right, that's all right. I got a question, too. It's cool. So I got this question, too. They was like, draw your anger from 1 to 10. I just drew a knife. I was like, oh shit, baby, I'm crazy. I'm fucked up. <laughs> so I ended up in anger management, and it was funny because in anger management, first thing you do when you go to anger management, you size everybody up, because you know why the fuck you there. You don't know why everybody else is there, but it was funny because anger management was 45 and up. Like, nobody in my anger management looked like a gangster. Everybody looked like a, a preschool teacher to some nigga you were running to at the post office. It didn't add up. I was like, I know why the fuck I'm here, but none of these people look gangster. I was confused. But the funny part was, all the people in anger management were having, like, you know, work issues. Or one of the stories that stuck out to me the most was this 65-year-old white lady, right? She had all the potential to be the best librarian you've ever fucking seen. <laughs> Nothing about her said anger management to me at all. When she told her story, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so it started out, she was like, they were like, Carol, tell us why you're here. She was like, well, it all started with my neighbor's dog. It barked every day, so I decided to kidnap that motherfucker. <laughs> take him to my house. Now look, I didn't do nothing bad to it. I fed the motherfucker every day. I walked it, I took care of it. But they put up signs saying it was missing, and I watched them put up those signs every day. <laughs> And I said to myself, look at those idiots. They don't know that the dog's with me and it'll never bark again. The whole time, I'm like, oh, shit. Carol was crazy as fuck, nigga. I was like, I don't want to ever turn out like this 65-year-old lady. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the Comedy Dynamics YouTube channel and follow us on social media for daily stand-up comedy clips and more. Comedy Dynamics Daily is produced by Brian Volkweiss, Brian Adams, Rachel East, and Stuart Lindbergh. Comedy Dynamics is a division of the Nacelle Company. Thank you for listening.